This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5-Minute News. U.S. to use powers to ramp up production of coronavirus protection gear. Climate campaigners win Heathrow expansion case. And around 40% of U.S. adults are obese. It's Friday, February 28. I'm Anthony Davis. Donald Trump's administration is considering invoking special powers through a law called the Defense Production Act to rapidly expand domestic manufacturing of protective masks and clothing to combat the coronavirus in the United States. The use of the law, passed by Congress in 1950 at the outset of the Korean War, would mark an escalation of the administration's response to the outbreak, which has so far been criticised as woefully inadequate. Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar told lawmakers this week that the US needs a stockpile of around 300 million N95 face masks, respiratory protective devices to combat the spread of the virus. The United States currently only has a fraction of that number available for immediate use. Azar said at a congressional hearing yesterday that China controls a lot of the raw materials as well as the manufacturing capacity related to face masks. Very little of this stuff is apparently made in the US, so if we're down to domestic capability to produce, it could get tough. Trump claimed on Wednesday that the coronavirus risk to the US remained very low, but that federal health officials were prepared to take action and that Vice President Mike Pence would take control of the US response. Chuck Schumer, the top Senate Democrat yesterday, accused Trump of towering and dangerous incompetence and said the president must get his act together on the coronavirus threat. Experts say Mike Pence's very appointment flies in the face of his own statements. Greg Gonzalez, assistant professor of epidemiology at Yale University, said of Pence's appointment, it's like putting an arsonist in charge of the fire department. As governor of Indiana, Pence oversaw one of the worst HIV outbreaks in the state's history in 2015. His response was widely criticised as inadequate and ill-informed. Controversial plans for a third runway at London Heathrow Airport have been thrown into doubt after a court ruling. The government's decision to allow the expansion was unlawful because it did not take climate commitments into account, the Court of Appeal said. Heathrow said it would challenge the decision, but the government said it would not appeal. The case was brought by environmental groups, councils and the Mayor of London. Friends of the Earth, one of the environmental groups that brought the case, said the ruling was an absolutely groundbreaking result for climate justice. 
Will Rundle, head of legal at the campaign group, said this judgment has exciting wider implications for keeping climate change at the heart of all planning decisions. It's time for developers and public authorities to be held to account when it comes to the climate impact of their damaging developments. Greenpeace said the government needed to permanently ground Heathrow's expansion plans. Their UK's executive director, John Sorvan, said the third runway is already on its knees over costs, noise, air pollution, habitat loss and lack of access, and now Heathrow has yet another impossibly high hurdle to clear. MPs voted overwhelmingly to support Heathrow expansion in 2018, with Boris Johnson conveniently out of the country at the time. Before he became Prime Minister as Mayor of London, Mr Johnson pledged to lie down in front of those bulldozers and stop the construction of that third runway at Heathrow. About 4 in 10 American adults are obese, and nearly 1 in 10 is severely so, government researchers said yesterday. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention findings come from a 2017-2018 health survey that measures height and weight. More than 5,000 US adults took part. The study found that the obesity rate was 42%, higher than the 40% found in a similar study previously. The severe obesity rate was more than 9% in the new survey, up from the 8% figure in the previous one. Fifty years ago, around 1 in 100 Americans were severely obese. Now it's 10 times more common. The obesity rate has risen about 40% in the last two decades. The findings suggest more Americans will get diabetes, heart disease and cancer, said Dr William Diaz, a George Washington University obesity expert. It will also be increasingly difficult for doctors to care for so many severely obese people. Dietz estimated that on average every primary care doctor treating adults has around 100 severely obese patients. He faulted the government for not pushing more measures to promote physical activity and nutrition. Obesity, which is not merely overweight but seriously overweight, is considered one of the nation's leading public health problems. The multi-billion dollar fast and snack foods industries have never been more profitable. Additionally, big pharmaceutical firms and medical facilities are all profiting from the obesity epidemic. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Visit us online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering unbiased, verified and truthful world news. Daily. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far? in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade, a 
acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.